0: ammunition whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind let's go All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. This is your host, Sherrod Shuler, and I believe we're right around the fifth episode. And like always, I'm so glad that you joined us once again. You know, many people have been asking me, you know, what is this podcast about? What is Behind the Grind about? Well, first and foremost, let me not let that word grind confuse you, right? The word grind is just really interchangeably for some of you. It may just mean work, to doing the work necessary to be successful, to achieve a goal, whatever the case may be. The word grind can work either way for you, right? But for those of you who understand grind, right, what it takes, the effort to be successful, you can tell that those that are successful in any sphere, in any area, there's a level of grind along with faith that creates that success. And so whether it's in entrepreneurship, whether it's in business, whether it's in someone's career, whether it's in sports, whether it's even in ministry, there's a common thread of grind, work, and some people call it hustle. So we're asking you to listen to these episodes. Pay attention to what it took for these individuals to be successful. What level of work it took, What was the thing around them? What was the environment? What were people saying? You know, this next guest that I have is a Ph.D. student. His name is Donovan Colquitt. He's a very special guest to me because he has um, achieved a lot in engineering. And right now he's pursuing his Ph.D. And he's going to explain all that here on this episode. But his level of education, many can say that, well, maybe he was set up a certain kind of way. No, when you listen to a story, you'll understand there was a level of work, a level of work ethic that it took. There was a level of grind, a willing to grow that took place that landed him right in the place. And you'll find out he also received quite a bit of money in scholarships uh, by grinding, by hustling <laughs> per se, whatever you want to call it, by doing the things necessary to be successful in education led him to many doors financially from scholarships and opened up many doors in many universities for him. Now, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. If you are a parent of a student that's in high school, maybe even in middle school or in college, I need you to listen. If you know a parent that has a student in any of those areas, I need you to share this with them. Anyone that has an aspiring young adult or young teenager, I need you to share this episode with those parents because the parents have to understand their words matter. What they're saying to their children, how they set them up matters. There's a common thread that impacts these youth when they hear the words from their parents. Now also, I'm gonna ask you to share it with maybe a young adult or someone pursuing higher education. His story will really inspire you to understand that not only is he pursuing the degrees and all the things that he's pursuing, he has this level of Of of, of understanding his education is opening doors for him so much so that he's willing to give back to the next generation so I'm so inspired by his story can't wait to share it with you so without further ado let's get into this episode with my guest Donovan Colquitt PhD, PhD student from Purdue University let's go Well, welcome to Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks. And I am so excited for an opportunity to talk to a very good young man here. Uh, I call him a young man. He's probably half my age, right? (laughs) Uh, But this young man is is doing some great and wonderful things. Um, God has just got his hand on him. And so here at Behind the Grind, I just want to talk to individuals that are really making an impact and making a difference in in a lot of things that they're doing. Um, is to for change and, and, and for whatever God has inspired them to do. And so I want to introduce you to a very young man, I keep calling him a young man, <laughs> Donovan Colquitt.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Well, welcome to Behind the Grind. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) Let's do this. And so, you know, let's
0: just start off. Let's just jump into it. I mean, they're probably wondering, why are we having this conversation today? So tell a little bit about yourself, um, what you're doing, what's going on and what's happening.
1: Yes. Uh, (laughs) So like he said, I am Donovan Colquitt. Um, I am currently a Ph.D. student and a master's student. The PhD is for engineering education, okay. and the master's in, in technology, leadership, and innovation, wow. <laughs> with a specialization in STEM education leadership. It's a mouthful. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Wait a minute. Hold
0: on. You, you started off with a master's
1: and a PhD? Right. I did it backwards. I'm a second-year PhD student, <laughs> right. and a first-year master's. So, uh, I okay, guess... you got to explain. <laughs> I, I have to explain it. So, the... PhD is with a professor, my advisor, okay. who uh, specializes in informal learning and uh, K-12 or P-12 okay. uh, engineering okay. education. And so I wanted to really get into entrepreneurship and wow. uh, merge engineering and entrepreneurship and youth, especially with a diverse, diversity lens on that. Okay. So I decided to reach out to a master's advisor in the Department of Technology, Leadership, and Innovation, wow. who specializes in entrepreneurship and engineering for K 12 students. Really? So I figured, why not get both my master's and my PhD? Uh, so I guess I'll explain even further. Yeah. What I study is how minoritized youth access engineering and entrepreneurship while leveraging their culture okay. to build businesses to impact their communities. Oh, that's-
0: that's already sound like no seriously that sounds like impact strong thank you impact and so we're gonna, we're gonna circle back to and try to kind of peel back like how did we get to this point because that's a lot right there yes. I'm already stopped with the PhD and the master's and oh, all that wrapped in one I'm like wow but, um, but before we get to that let's just let's just kind of talk a little bit about you I mean you um, before then you, where did you do your undergrad where did you grow up like tell us a little bit about this because you know a lot of times you know did you come from some background that this was expected or I mean talk a little
1: bit about that. (laughs) That's a good question so uh, I went to University of Michigan for a undergraduate degree in um, mechanical engineering with a minor in sustainable engineering. Um, I'm from the Detroit area. Uh, I went to DPS schools um, until fourth grade And then we moved to Southfield, and I went to Southfield schools all throughout. Graduated from Southfield Lathrop High School. So
0: you're a Detroiter native, all that good stuff. Okay. Yep. Southfield High Schools. Oh yeah. Rest in
1: peace. It's no longer there anymore. (laughs) So I don't know a lot because I'm from Flint, and you know know, this is where
0: I spent you know most of my career here in Detroit. But I don't know much about the high school, and so you feel free to share how that how that happened. I know all my schools in Flint; they they closed them down. Oh yeah. Most of them are closed down now, but. Okay, so t- tell us a little bit more. So you, you you got into mechanical engineering. I hear a lot of engineering. Yes. How <laughs> did we get to this engineering,
1: man? <laughs> so I so I come from a family of engineers. Okay. Uh, I didn't really realize that when okay. I chose engineering. So my aunts are both engineers. My okay. dad is a design engineer. My wow. aunts are both mechanical engineers. Okay. I put that and. Um, I used to love playing with Hot, hot Wheels, okay, and I love playing with video games. Uh-huh. So I, I figured I would get to play with cars all day if I became a mechanical engineer. <laughs> that makes sense, right? So in the Motor City, you yeah. know, there's the big three. Um, I'm guaranteed to yeah. get a job here, yeah. uh, working on cars, playing with sense. cars, doing whatever I want to with cars. Uh, so that's why I, I, that was my child's mindset. Yeah. is if I become a mechanical engineer. I'll be able to have fun with cars. All
0: the time. For All my the job. time. This right. What I do, work on cars. Every day. So is, was some of that realize as you, you got into your career a little bit or
1: so. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I yeah. So I think so, actually, I did work in Flint for okay. a summer. I was an intern at General Motors. Okay, I, Yep. Yeah. I interned at General Motors for yep. two summers. The really? first time was at Flint in their Flint truck assembly. Yeah. Then the second time oh, was wow. in Brownstown in their battery assembly plant where okay. they were working on the battery for the Volt. Okay. Uh, so, I had this big idea that I wanted to work in the energy sector. It was the new yeah. biggest thing that yeah. was happening for cars. So, um, at my internship when I was in Flint, um, it was a three million square foot facility and I was a facilities engineer, meaning that I had to basically upkeep the entire facility (laughs) and uh, uh, I had some very like uh, the jobs were very, uh, you know, just keeping me busy. So I had to Walk the you. It wasn't challenging. I, I'll give you two two jobs. Uh-huh. Uh, one was I, I think it was important. Okay. I had to investigate the entire fire suppression system, <laughs> top floor and bottom. Okay, ch- making sure that the fire sprinklers they covered the entire area. Okay, so and then the second one was making sure that all of the water fountains were piped from. Uh, I think it was. From storm or storm water to clean water right. to sewer, so we had to repipe them to sewer water. Okay. Um, and so I'm walking this three million square foot facility every day, yeah. and time goes by so much faster right. when you, when you're doing nothing but walking. And uh, I found out that you know what, mechanical engineering at an automotive facility isn't really for me. <laughs> okay, so It wasn't the car. It, it wasn't. wasn't the it, wheel, I didn't that. get to touch anything cool. <laughs> um, I just found out that it was a it was a lot more dirty work involved in it. And I just, I didn't appreciate it Gosh. as much as I thought I would.
0: How old were you at this time? Who? <clears throat> uh, I, I mean,
1: because was... you don't look that I mean, you look, I mean like I said, you yeah, have my age.
0: So I, I know you
1: can't be, you're still in the 20s, right? I, <laughs> I'm 26 now. Okay. I think I was 21 and wow, 22 when wow. I was in those two so internships.
0: Look, could you look any
1: younger? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Um, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate no, that. You know, seriously. I I got to recognize that I'm still young. Yes,
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Embrace it. No, I, I got to. I'm, I'm holding on to the years now. I'm like 26. I'm about to be 27 yeah, in a month or two. Yeah. So, so
0: a lot of a lot has happened since 21 to today, and we'll get to that. And, and yes. we just even want to talk about your young, married, and yep. all that good stuff. So we'll talk <laughs> hey about man. that too. But let's talk a little bit. Um, I had, um, I think I heard you do a speech one time, and you were talking a little bit about, you know, growing up. I think it was playing about video games, kind of like what yes. you were talking about. And even two two thousand eight, the
1: crisis. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh How that impacted you during that yes. time? You know. You know. I think a lot of times we we look at the reason why I'm bringing this up is because when you had said that, I'm like, wow. We I look we look at it from a different perspective. Like, yes. of course, I was in my career. I'm working during that time in two thousand eight. Yes. I'm being impacted. I'm one of those ones. Oh be yeah, impacted. everybody. But you're is. in school, right? You're right. you what? What grade are you in at this time?
1: Ooh, I was. 2007, 2008. I think I was in ninth grade. Ninth, I was grade? In ninth grade. So yeah.
0: walk us through that. The impact of that, how that happened <clears> as a <throat> child, right? Right. Per se, teenager, right. whatever. How does Probably. that impact you? And then how did that maybe frame what you're doing today, or how does it impact you? What
1: Absolutely. You're doing today? So I'll, I'll roll it back a little bit okay. and, and give you a little bit more of the story from leading up to that. Yeah. So um, when I was in the fourth grade, uh, you know, I love playing video games. Yeah. I had hundreds of video games. Yeah. And I I remember playing this game on the PlayStation One. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, the original PlayStation. <laughs> uh playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Three. And oh, I right. had my dream card there. It was the new blue Corvette at the time. Got you. My favorite color is blue, okay. by the way. Oh nice. And nice I too nice yeah. <laughs> so as a uh, as a little 4th grader yeah. I'm trying to figure out how do I get that blue Corvette <laughs> you know how do I get that this
0: is your little mind little 4th grader yeah I'm like
1: it? there's no way I'm not making any money um, <laughs> but I I came to my mom <laughs> who does that like in the 4th grader thinking about how you would get a
0: Corvette yes okay, I, like, ahead, ahead. I'm, like, I'm
1: trying I, to figure this out <laughs> blue skies clear blue skies yeah. drop top oh man I, I dreamed it wow. Wow. <laughs> but um, I made a deal with my mom uh, that if I got a full ride to the University of because I was brainwashed and want to go to the University of Michigan, because okay. the best. You um, say brainwashed
0: Who brainwashed you? Just
1: my mom's friends okay. Who had alumni okay. In the You know gotcha. they, were, they were They were Michigan pushing, everything. Were no, okay. no, No No Oh no, okay. Never now, I don't never. want to cause no problems Never again, Are I you a Sparty? A you know what I go back and forth As you can see I went to
0: Grand Valley school. Oh yeah Okay So I didn't pay Tuition to either school I can go either way If I choose Just to, go but. Michigan it'll, it'll be a
1: lot easier You'll be with the leaders and best Okay no. It's interesting But go ahead <laughs> So I, I made a deal With my mom. That if I got a full ride to University of Michigan okay. for for engineering, okay. really, uh, then I would get a full um, then I would get a new blue Corvette uh, when I graduated as a fourth grader. Right? As a fourth grader, okay. so um, the bet was on. Okay, and I, I was already doing well I love in it. school. I love it. Um, we had just moved to Southfield. Okay. Um, in the fourth grade. So, right, so
0: you moving from Detroit? <coughs> to Southfield. To Southfield. South things are
1: looking great. Go ahead. <laughs> and I um you know, I didn't do that well. I was I was all A's uh-huh. my third grade when I was going to my elementary school in Detroit. Okay. And when I got to Southfield schools, okay. I got my first C. It really? was it was it was uh very challenging. Okay. It wasn't detrimental. Yeah. Uh, it was just like I remember my report card coming in the uh The day before i couldn't sleep, I was like, I know I gotta see, wow. <laughs> but um it was around those times where I was really struggling academically for the first time really that um it challenged me to grow and to wow. expand and, and be willing to learn and overcome those different um nice. different challenges that came about uh-huh. so um by the time two thousand and eight came, I was in Southfield schools for about five years. <laughs> And uh, I was getting all A's again, um, honor roll, dean's list student. And when it ninth, ninth grade hit, it was the um, automotive bailout, yeah. Great Recession a lot hit, going on here. a lot going on. Yeah. A lot of my family lost their jobs. Wow! So um, you
0: witnessed
1: all of this. I witnessed all of it wow. as a teenager. Wow. And my my parents, my dad was an electrician, and he people didn't need to get their lights worked on when they weren't making money, exactly. so he wasn't really working. My mom worked for uh, one of the big three. I can't remember exactly who now. Okay. Um, but she but lost state, her job. Yeah, because
0: every all of them were
1: impacted. Right, right. exactly. My dad, both. So yeah. I, I have a blended family. So both of my dads lost their jobs. Oh, wow. And we uh, we ended up losing our home mm-hmm. that same year, mm-hmm. and we moved into a not so great townhome mm-hmm. or townhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I won't, I'll spare you the details, sure. but they weren't that great. <laughs> okay. I'll just put it that way. Uh, so uh, it was at that time that I really realized that, look, this Corvette vet is not coming. This uh, oh, so They won't starting, be able to afford, so right? As a ninth grader, you're to say, this bet is off. Okay. Right, this bet might be off in wow. uh, in. Even furthermore, they won't be able to afford my education. Okay. And it was to the point where they were struggling so much wow. just to have a roof over our head yeah. and to you know feed us every day. Yeah. I didn't want them to make any more sacrifices for me. So I took ownership of my education even more. Wow. And uh, I started to... Do more than just do well academically. I started really getting involved in leadership. Wow! I started taking on more extracurricular activities. I started working more jobs. So,
0: so um, you took. So you. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh yeah, go ahead. You're in ninth grade, and you took this on. Mm -hmm. It just like a light bulb came on.
1: Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I
0: I own this. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to do what I can do. It's my job to make this happen.
1: My education, my future is my job to get it done. Wow. So I um like. By the time I graduated, I had worked three jobs at once at one really? one point in time. At the really same really? time, I worked three jobs. I was in National Honor Society, um, Student Congress. Uh, man, I was on a, a lot. I was on a yeah. tennis team, varsity tennis team, cross country, track and, ten, track and field. Yes, wow. and um, I had above a 4.0. Okay. Um even M-M-T. when I graduated. <laughs> and yes, I don't know how I had the time. <laughs> I don't know how it all happened, but honestly, I was focused. Yeah. I was so focused that I I didn't even realize what I was working toward. Wow. It was just something that I knew I had to take ownership of, and I, I you know, by the time that my junior year rolled around, I knew it was time to start applying for scholarships. Okay. So I remember um my Spring semester Mm -hmm. I had a really Easy computer course Where all we did was (laughs) type up uh emails that were templated and you know by the time I finished the emails I was a fast typer. Right. I had about forty five minutes left of the class. So it was then where I started to apply for scholarships. Okay,
0: so use that time to apply for
1: scholarships. Exactly. Yeah uh, so that that was I mean it was like I better do this because yeah. there's there's no better time than when I have nothing better to do. Okay, hold on. But but
0: nobody's telling you to do
1: this. Nobody like, this nobody is- had to tell me anything. I've been doing all the work. I knew that it was I was investing in myself yeah. and in my future, yeah. and that's you know that's what I really do tell other um young adults is mm-hmm. that they are the future, their future is invaluable mm-hmm. invaluable, their education is worth so much more mm-hmm. to them and their generations to come. Yeah. Their legacy is really built on the the wealth that they can sustain that's and awesome. and everything that they can build for themselves right. so when i I was applying for a, a bunch of scholarships my uh that spring semester, yeah. and I remember applying to like five in one day, okay. and not getting an email back, a yeah. call back, a text message, nothing. Yeah. And so I, instead of being deterred, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna keep doing this. So you, you didn't let that deter you. It didn't deter me. I'm I just I kept going time. for it. Yeah. And um, you know, I, the whole spring went by.
0: But so you get, and I don't mean, it, but you're getting. Re- <laughs> Not rejections, but not hearing anything. Not, not hearing not anything. anything. Silence. So yes. you, after about the eighth or ninth time, you didn't say, well, <laughs> forget about it.
1: Nope. You, you I just. Stuff. Wow. So one thing that my mom told me, uh, since my last name is Coldquit, she raised yeah. me on Quits Never Give Up. I love it. quits Never Quit. I love it. And I think that I kind of held that that mantra uh, for all of my life. It's just that was not the
0: option. Quitting was not the option.
1: No, failure was not the option. And I don't even. I think failure is a good thing. I think failure is a part of the learning process. But really quitting, when it, you give up, that's, that's the end. what you control. You right.
0: make the decision to quit as opposed exactly. to failing. Failing, you know, it happens. You, you go out, a business yep. doesn't happen, whatever, you yep. fail. But quitting, you own that.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So had I not, uh, yeah. had I stopped, uh-huh. I, I wouldn't have made it as far as I did. So I right. I actually I had been working summers doing lawn care, uh, doing other work. So you created an entrepreneurial <laughs> job. So I'm loving this, man. I'm loving this. And, uh, <laughs> I and, you know, so I guess the entrepreneurial aspect for me is is really built on my parents. Yeah. Uh, my, my mother owned two edible arrangements with wow. my stepfather. Wow. Both of my fathers did lawn care, okay. and I worked for them. And so, and they also, my stepfather and mother also did. um, They flipped homes for a little bit. So, so there's just entrepreneurial
0: spirit in your family. Exactly around you. Wow, this is beautiful.
1: And I, uh, I was, you know, watching that as a yeah. as a little kid, just yeah. absorbing it in, not knowing what was going yeah. on, but I just knew that they it were taking a way care of, of life us for you, right? For the most part, right? Exactly, a, a learned behavior just through observation. Yeah. And so. um, when my summer came around, I, I decided not to really work as hard okay. because I just knew something was coming. Yeah. I didn't know what it yeah. was. It, it was just in the spirit. I said, <laughs> my parents were like, you need to figure out what you're going to do for the summer. You know, you can't, this is your, your uh, laziest summer yet. And um,
0: <laughs> what
1: is the summer? What two thousand? What this is two thousand ten. So this is, is the This is my junior year. This is the end of my junior year, going into my my uh, senior year. Okay. And I, I, go ahead, go ahead. I know they're pushing me. Uh, and and so I get a letter in the mail from the University of Michigan. Wow. They had the summer college engineering exposure program. Okay. And so this was a I think nine day. Summer camp yeah. where we basically worked on engineering projects. Nice. It was and we got exposed to engineering and the campus, yeah. uh, specifically the College of Engineering uh, side of the campus. Okay. And uh, it was at that time where I was wow. I was really doing well academically. Right. I was in everything at school.
0: Yeah.
1: And when I got there, I just felt really small. I was like these these. These is other kids know much students? more than me. Yeah, oh, they know. Okay. They they have more. Um, they have better experiences. Yeah. They have actually. They actually have done some engineering work with cars. Are they
0: coming from all different places? Or they're they coming
1: from? from. They're mostly from Michigan, but okay. some were from Chicago. Okay. Somewhere there are yeah. a few different so this places. It's
0: like a group of people from Detroit,
1: right? From Okay, it, so and it's like twenty of us, yeah. so the, a lot of the time they're they're connected through uh, mm-hmm. parents who are also engineers, mm-hmm. and so they know mm-hmm. certain people, and they they learn about the exposure program. Mm-hmm. And so I get there, and I'm I'm thinking I was I was humbled when I got that C yeah. in fourth grade. Yeah. So I never think I'm smarter than anybody okay. else. I always assume Step I'm the dumbest. Yeah, set the, <laughs> set the bar. <laughs> set I'm, I'm like <laughs> <home>. <laughs> forever. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my experience. I had quite a few people. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. But I, I just I came in and I just did not think I held a candle to them. Yeah. And so was. we're in our team projects. Uh our team our team project I think it was about 20 people around there in mm-hmm. the entire camp. So we were splitting teams of uh 12. And okay. I think we had three different uh separate sub teams. And so we were working on roller coasters, okay. uh, oh, using wow. the, like Roller Coaster Tycoon yeah. and doing engineering calculations and different things of that nature. Okay. <laughs> and so when we were done, we were wrapping up the last day, um, we also had to do presentations. Okay. But these presentations, we had a, a set for presentations for the actual team project, uh-huh. and then we had to do individual presentations. Oh, interesting! And the individual presentations were about ourselves, what yeah. we were doing academically, yeah. uh, what advanced places, advanced placement courses we were taking, really? uh, what extracurriculars we were activities we were in, what leadership experiences we had, right. if we worked, put it in there, put right. everything in there, uh-huh. and. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but I'm a really quiet guy. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like to talk a lot. Right, right. And when I was, you like to grind, but you don't have to do all I silent talk. grind, yeah, right? Yeah, I love it, but no,
0: no yeah, right. And um, so they put you on. I, I can feel you. No, yes, I was on this
1: spot. I was, spot. I, was <laughs> I, I remember being terrified He's to do presentations. Presentation. Yes. I would have. A shooting pain up my spine. It was like that. Yes, okay. I, I have physiological symptoms oh, <laughs> of wow. my terror. Wow. So when I get into this presentation, mm-hmm. and I'm already feeling very small compared yeah. to everybody else. I mean, I remember one student. He could solve a Rubik's cube in like 20 seconds, wow. and he would teach people how to solve the Rubik's cube. I'm just like, there's no way I, I can never do that. Right. Um, so when I do the presentation. I'm getting through it. I didn't really stumble, which okay. I'm very proud of. Okay. But I just remember seeing a lady in the back just she was furiously riding. She's looking at me and shaking her head. No, as yeah, you're speaking. You seeing this lady. And I'm like, am I doing something right yeah. or wrong or yeah. whatever? I'm just going to keep doing what I got to yeah. do. And um I didn't realize while we were doing presentations at the time, but at the closing ceremony, they announced that they would give a scholarship to 10 of the students in the camp and they did they didn't announce us by name initially they announced by the activities that they were involved in and so you know a few of the first few students got a got announced their activities and what they're involved in and then they say the name and then the parents and the student come up and receive the the little the plaque yeah and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Rubik's Cube guy definitely <laughs> course, got it. Right, Why course, not? Right. Um, and then they 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 say, random acts of kindness. And I'm like, okay, that was okay. committee chairperson. I'm okay. like, random acts of kindness. I was, I was a chairperson for that. Uh-huh. Then they say some other things. So
0: they're reading this list off, right? And, and I'm like, wait,
1: that can't be me. <laughs> I, I, that I, I That's not me. I love it. And they finally say my name, and I'm like, okay, I can't deny it anymore. Uh-huh. It's me. And we had um, wow! So you know, they had
0: no idea.
1: Yep, I had no idea. Wow. That they, they had six families already up on stage, and none of them were. Yeah. It was kind of like they expected. Like, yeah, yeah like said, of course, my kid is great. It's yeah, it was expected. <laughs> parents was of people, right? Yep, <laughs> 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 parents were chill Like, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. Just Why another, wouldn't he get the scholarship? <laughs> when me and my mom, who who raised me as a single mother till I was ten, sure. yep. when me and my mom got up on that stage, she uh, bust out crying. Yeah, I can only imagine. Only parent that cried the entire ceremony. Yeah. And it it just really meant something to both of us. I mean, she kinda had me sniffling a little bit. No, that's awesome,
0: man. This is so and I want to talk a little bit about this. You had some exposure. You're around a group of people, they were pushing somewhat pushing you, right? Kind of elevating you a little bit. Yes,
1: challenging me. And at
0: the same time you sound like you just got your head down just doing what you're supposed to do. And you didn't even expect
1: the scholarship to take place. No, I didn't even know it was coming. And that was the first scholarship I won. Yeah. Um, And... You know, that wasn't the end. I knew, yeah. I looked at the cost of attendance, yeah. uh, around $30,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. So that $40,000 only paid 10000 <laughs> Yeah, 10000 a year. That, I got two-thirds left every year. So that didn't deter me from applying for more scholarships.
0: So let's talk about that. I, mean, I didn't mean to stop you <coughs> oh, are yeah, talking about. But you have, what I really am fascinated about it is you have a book yes. that helps, uh, mil- I guess, high school, middle schoolers, the high mm-hmm. schoolers, get ready, apply for scholarships. I'm curious, like, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing your story, but I'm yeah. curious, like, how do you write this story? Because
1: this book has been out for how long? Oh, man, it's been out since 2015. 2015. But I wrote it in 2011. Wow, okay. so, um <laughs> So I'm applying for scholarships. Yeah. Um, I applied my senior year. And, I, you know, you, you hear back, you apply in the fall, you hear back in the spring. Yeah. I applied to at least 15, 20 different scholarships, and, you know, you don't hear back until about April yeah. or, uh, yeah, I think April, March. Yeah. So I'm starting to tear open award letters yeah. uh, from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the B- Gates one. Millennium oh, Scholarship. Nice. Nice. I was the first African-American in the first, one of the first five to ever receive nice. the Buick Achievers Scholarship through the General Motors Foundation. Wow. I got the KFC Colonel scholarship wow. which yes I did get free chicken in addition. <laughs> <can't wait>.
0: oh, <laughs> yeah. nice, nice, nice.
1: And uh I also won three different scholarships from the University of Michigan. Nice. Um so it was $100,000 from the University of Michigan in itself.
0: So you didn't
1: just stop <clears throat> with one scholarship. You just keep... <laughs> And I, I just I kept getting them. And um by the by April, I had won 1.25 million dollars in scholarships. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Seriously? <laughs> yes, <laughs> 1.25 million in Look scholarships. I did not have to worry about anything yeah. um, in terms of paying off the cost of attendance, oh. and it was a blessing. It was something that just oh, it sucks. fell into place, and I did not get a rejection. That's awesome. At all from any scholarship organization. That is
0: awesome, man.
1: That same after I won the scholarships, yeah. um, they the General Motors Foundation for the Beal Achiever Scholarship flew us out to see the Final Four basketball game.
0: Oh, so that just was thrown in too. Yep, <laughs> just here you go. So the, working hard and God bless you. Did <laughs> you just get this little extra? All right, I
1: didn't didn't know it was coming nice. at all. Didn't uh, and they just really. Uh, Made the occasion very special for nice. us. Uh, it was actually in the hotel room when I was... At the end of the day, we were we had done a, a, a little bit of a, a news round mm-hmm. doing interviews and different things of that nature, being shown to different other athletes at the games. <laughs> and I, I mean, I was completely in shock. I was... I mean, it didn't go to my head at all because yeah, right. I, I still have this complex where I'm like...
0: Fourth grade, people, right? yeah, <laughs> people are smarter than me. Trust said, me.
1: <laughs> so I, I uh, got to the hotel room by myself. I was like, you know what? I really need to write a book to motivate. Exactly. So I wow. made an outline right then and there. Wow. Um, I'm and this, and within the first week, I had written most of the book. I had written most of the oh, Scholar's wow. Key: How You Can Lock Your Dreams as a Teen. To motivate other teens to apply for scholarships, because I I hate to uh, see students not know how to how to get their next so meal. You, well, let me just stop <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: took, so you understood it. You un- you really unlocked it. You took yep. it. And something inspired you. Say, I gotta put this in writing. i yes. I gotta write this. So you just started writing. you were, what, eighteen? I'm
1: if that. seven. I'm eighteen. Yes, I'm eighteen. 18 years old. And yep. just started writing. Just started writing, and I oh, it just all kind of flew this. onto the page. It yeah. flowed right there. Yeah. And within a week, I had written most of the book. I, I started adding a little bit. Bit by bit yeah. uh, for the next year. Right. And I had other Gates Millennium scholars yeah. answer questionnaires that allowed, uh, aligned <laughs> Perfect. with the chapters in the book. Perfect. And uh, it really just, it just took form. I, I don't even know how I did that and on top of <laughs> the jobs yeah. and the extracurricular activities, but it just it but was it just meant to happen. Out. Yes. I
0: love it. That's what this is Behind the Grind is about. I wanna talk, <laughs> no, seriously, I want to talk to individuals like yourself that just, just, you know, you're just in the midst of doing what you do. And God is just allowing things to open. You're you're taking maybe what others may call a challenge and you're yes. learning how to, you know what I mean, how to yes. grow from it or bounce back from it. I mean, just listening to this whole story is amazing. Like Thank you didn't it. take a rejection and just stop, you know, stop doing it. Like we talked about, you didn't yep. quit. It's beautiful. Um, so now let's talk, how can people, you know, because I do want people to know about this book. I need to yes. have a daughter that's in the ninth grade. Awesome. I, I definitely need her to have this book. <laughs> How can people go about, how can they get this book into the hands
1: of students? Absolutely.
0: How can they get a hold of you? Absolutely. Let's talk about that. Yes. How do we get that book? Yes. So you can
1: get the book on Amazon. Okay. Uh, It's The Scholar's Key, How You Can Unlock Your Dreams as a Teen. Mm -hmm. You can also find the book and more information about the book on thescholarskey.com. Okay. Or or you can do scholarskey.com or scholarskey.academy. Okay. I have three different links just so anybody okay. can find it. But if you type in the Scholars Key, it should be the first thing that shows up on Google. Nice. You can also find me uh, on Instagram, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter okay. or Instagram for that matter. Okay. But you can find me at Donovan Colquitt or at the Scholars Key. And they can get a hold of it that way? And you can get a hold of it that way. Okay. You can also email me directly at donovan at the scholarskey.com. Okay.
0: Now we're not getting out of here. Oh yet. yeah, we got a few more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, before we go, one one another thing I did want to talk to you. I know we, we can't get it all in tonight. Uh, oh yeah. But I would love to for you to come back when you're in oh, town. Oh yeah, again. of you, course. You just happen to be in town? I was like, no, we got to talk before you go. Matter of fact, you're leaving in a few days. Right?
1: Yes, yeah. a few so days. New Year's Day.
0: You. But um, one of the things that I, I today I'm seeing you by yourself, right? Right. But you're young married man. Married. This man is married, so you know, he's already <laughs> taken. But you and your, your uh, wife uh, have been together for you tell tell us about that.
1: Okay. So me and my wife have been together for over 10 years. Nice. I am 26, she is 26. That's nice. Man. We met in the 8th grade, and I like to say this. I saw her in the 7th grade and she dressed so professional. <laughs> I, was, the- I I was like, "Oh man, she's in the 8th grade. I'll never get <laughs> never be able to, you know, date her." Oh, wow. And uh, eighth grade year, we were in the same math class together. And we yeah, saw I each other. I was like, yes, it's my time <laughs> to shine. I got her number. And uh, we just, we talked, we okay. talked for long amounts of time. Okay, so. I
0: got to apologize because I come from, you know, I'm generation X, yeah. you know, on the end, you know, all that stuff. So it was a long time ago. We, so we used to go to approach the women a certain way. How, are you considered millennial or more? I'm just, millennial. You millennial. are millennial? Yep. Okay. So how do, you, how do you get the number? Man. <laughs> oh, my that? gosh. You know what? The cell phone? What, money, what
1: was happening? We, had a, we both had flip phones, <laughs> oh, you back, flip in phones? Yes. <laughs> back in the day. Yes. Back in the day. That's a relative term. Uh, But, yes, I, I asked for her number because a friend pressured me to. Okay. So, I, you know, we, we had already known each other a little bit. I said, "Hey, can I so he was call you later?" You tired
0: of you talking about her, probably. Right, right, right. <laughs> like like you,
1: you I know you this? like her. <laughs> Why are you not talking to her? So uh, we, it was one of those moments where uh, when we first saw each other in class, where nice. I noticed her and nice. she noticed me. Nice. And you know, once we, once I got her number, mm-hmm. she was the first person to ever text me because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't big on the <laughs> phone technology either. <laughs> um, but we talked uh for a long periods of time nice. we talked till 3 in the morning just talking nice. i don't even know what we talked about half the time <laughs> but we did say i love you in 8th grade and wow. we really meant it wow. we really did That's mean wonderful. it uh nobody people call it puppy love no it was full grown yeah. we nice. it was definitely a love that i i hadn't experienced um i hadn't known a love like her That's awesome. and uh she we we she kind of ended things she couldn't she wasn't allowed to date till she was 16 so we weren't a couple okay but uh she got nervous because when we were graduating uh from the eighth grade okay she asked if we if our parents should meet and have lunch together and then she freaked out and said we shouldn't talk anymore right this is too much so it it took two more years we were at the end of 10th grade and uh, somebody told me that she still liked me, so I, <laughs> I called her again, and we. Uh, that summer, it was just date. We just started dating, That's and awesome. we actually got together the day after her birthday. That's
0: awesome. You mm-hmm. went to college together too? Or? We went to
1: middle school, high school, and college together.
0: Yes. I love it. I yes. love it, man. <laughs> oh man, so. I, I've enjoyed the conversation. I won't hold in anyone any longer. Obviously, we've gone a long time oh, today <laughs> I'm just talking and chopping it up. And so I, I definitely want to come back. Um, obviously, you're in the program. Yes. You're working on. The masters, the PhD, all that great stuff at the oh, University yeah. of Purdue, right? It's Purdue University. Purdue. Yep. I'm saying you wrong, got right? it. You got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it no matter is the only thing you need to know. <laughs> that that's school is Purdue, right?
0: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so um, you're working on that, and so we're, we definitely want to continue to keep Absolutely. up. Oh, but I do want to uh, mention. I, I, I know you recently um, you got awarded some things, a couple of things, yes. right? Uh, what
1: was it? The so I got uh, the 40 under 40 through the yeah, Michigan Chronicle. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I also was a part of a STEM success summit.
0: STEM, yes, okay.
1: So we a team we got together a team, a lot of heavy hitters in STEM, uh, right. under the umbrella of STEM Media. Okay, which is helmed by a professor named Doctor Nehemiah okay. Mabry.
0: Do you mind explaining STEM just for some of my audience? Oh Do yeah. you understand STEM. Sometimes people talk STEM. Is it you know what is all that the letter STEM? Oh
1: yeah, what all, is all that these is that? STEM <laughs> acronyms: uh, science, technology, oh ooh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Okay. okay. So I almost said my <laughs> my my major, okay, <laughs> but imagine. the um, so the STEM success summit was geared towards early career professionals. Okay. Who were looking for, or uh, really getting a better idea into what are diff- different STEM career pathways that they could take down, and so we came together to really host a free virtual summit to it's encourage so cute, people. Right? Yeah. This is it. It ended up being for a, a larger audience than we were okay. initially aiming for, so it it became geared towards. Elementary to those in their careers. Really, and we had twenty phenomenal speakers. We had over one thousand registered attendees, and uh, from fourteen different time zones. And it it was I mean it couldn't have gone better if I had dreamt it. Nice. It was it was a great experience. A lot of the team that we had work on this summit. It was the first time that we actually met in person to host the summit. It, It just Worked. <laughs> yeah,
0: so you you still on the grind, young man. So you yes. still grind it out. <laughs> still grinding. I like you know just sitting here having this conversation. I understand that you know you you you're a man that man of faith. You yes. believe all that good stuff. And so I think a lot of that has in, uh, impacted you in the Thank way you. that you just believe. Absolutely. And you just have this mindset to know that uh, if a challenge comes, there's a way out of it. And maybe that comes to that engineer mind, I don't know. <laughs> but that is so awesome. And I just wanted to take this time to share it to my audience, you know, again there's i want to make sure we all know that there's ways that we can do it Um, no matter what age you are absolutely if you're in high school there's always (laughs) a way you can still take control and take ownership and and make some things happen so um that's pretty much all i have today with the behind the grind um uh, podcast and so i'm so glad again that i was able to just to to, to get donovan just to come in today and and and, and talk to us but i hope Hope that this has been beneficial. I know oh, it's yeah. been beneficial to me. I'm fascinated. by I had the story. fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then next time, maybe we'll have your wife. And, and oh we'll do, yeah, we'll, maybe we we'll do a, a double, double. Oh up yeah, do, uh,
1: a couples podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a podcast.
0: But I enjoy you, man. So man, best Thank of you. luck. Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to impact the youth that you're doing. What I love about it is that you're still you're in the in the grind. You're still building, but as you're building, you're still helping. And I think Thank that's you. phenomenal. Again, if you don't know this guy, follow this guy. If you know anybody that can uh, benefit from the information that he shares to the youth, to those in uh, the STEM, and to those that are looking for scholarships, please go out and follow my man down there. Thank you. Appreciate you, man.
1: Appreciate you so much. Thank you.
0: To the next episode of Behind the Grind.